0: Hello and welcome to the live Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I am Ben.
1: I'm Molly.
0: You're very high energy this week, yeah, Molly. Yeah, I'm
1: too, No, I'm waiting for my pizza to kick in.
0: You're waiting for your pizza to. Arrive. I had a
1: piece of pizza and some juice and i'm just waiting for my blood sugar to spike
0: just waiting for it to go up just any for the energy now. to any minute now you think it's going to happen should we just okay let's sit in silence and uh, we'll all wait for molly's blood sugar level to uh, to go up
1: okay so we're back
0: <laughs> are you good
1: i i think we'll it'll it'll be very obvious when i'm good because suddenly i'll start Speaking a lot louder. You're
0: like, you'll just switch your like, own. My little pony is racist. That's not what you're going to say.
1: I mean, we don't know. We don't I haven't know. watched this movie.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. I've never. Okay, so we're watching um, the 1986 My Little Pony movie. I have never seen this film. Or if I have, I was so young I don't remember it.
1: I have also never seen this film. I don't know very much about My Little Pony. I think it was a little bit before my time. I think it was more of an 80s thing?
0: Yeah, uh, My Little Ponies were very, very popular in the mid to late 80s. My sister had a huge collection of ponies. She had one of those pony castles. She was very, very into My Little Pony. So there were a lot of them when I was a kid. Also, my first girlfriend back in the UK, she was a huge My Little Pony fan. She had boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes Of My Little Ponies, and a bunch of knockoff My Little Ponies that she was inexplicably proud of.
1: Huh. So I think you have more experience in this department than I do, because all I had were the Happy Meal toys. Would
0: you, Molly... Yes. ...like me to explain to you everything that I know about the My Little Pony universe? Yeah, I'm interested to
1: hear what your recollections are.
0: Here's everything I know about My Little Pony. They are ponies. Mm -hmm. They come in a variety of colors. Okay. They all have tattoos on their butts. Yep. Sounds right. The tattoos are an expression of something that they love, which mm-hmm. is really why you should get a tattoo. Yeah. Get a tattoo of something that matters to you. If it's a rainbow or a, a horseshoe or uh, the word love in Circular Gallifreyan from the hit television series Doctor Who, your tattoo should mean something to you. So I only assume, I assume the movie is them like all getting their matching tattoos together. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: talking about what it means to them. Yeah. In interviews. Yeah.
0: Which, yeah, it's got, I think it's more of a documentary. It's basically Miami Ink. <laughs> uh, I would actually watch that.
1: Miami, Miami little, my, no, no. No, <laughs> hey, no, 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 no,
0: keep going, keep going. Still
1: waiting for the, for the blood sugar.
0: Miami Mi- Little Pony. My, my, Little Pony
1: <laughs> There we go. I'll take it.
0: Uh, uh, I will take it because I'm the one who came up no, with No, like,
1: it. I'll accept it. Okay, good. Good job, man. I yeah. give you full credit.
0: We've got some very aggressive piano music coming from one of your neighbors. I always think they're upstairs, but you're on the top floor of this yeah, building. Yeah, they're
1: below us.
0: They're below, so the sound is rising mm-hmm. to the occasion. It's very aggressive music today. It's... Sometimes
1: they play in the Hall of a Mountain King, but earlier today they were playing Jingle Bells. The... So it's a real grab It's very
0: seasonal, Jingle Bells for mid-March. It yeah, is... I,
1: would never, I would never listen to Christmas music.
0: Not really your thing. Um, At all. Especially
1: not... At a time other than Christmas. So yeah, that's n- not the kind of thing that I do. And I definitely didn't do that today while I was working. No? <laughs> no, definitely no. not.
0: What definitely did you not listen to? Can you name some of the songs you didn't hear? I didn't
1: listen to Kim Robertson's Christmas album on Celtic Harp. Okay. Definitely didn't. Would never do such a thing. Of course. Thing.
0: I only own one Christmas album, and you know what it is. Yes.
1: You made h- me listen to it. I
0: didn't I, make you listen to the whole you thing.
1: Trapped me in a car and made me listen to it.
0: I thought I found a song I thought you would okay. like off the album. I, w- I would never subject you to charming. the whole thing. It was a, a Colbert Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's the only Christmas album I own, or will ever. Own. Not
1: a Celtic harp in sight.
0: No, there are very few Celtic harps <laughs> in uh, in Colbert Christmas.
1: So we've summed up everything we know about my (laughs) life going into this experience. That's
0: really it. I don't have... I feel like these intros are getting shorter and shorter. Because with the Emoji movie, it was just, let's do it. But we often talk for sometimes like 10-15 minutes, and the last couple have been really short.
1: I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah? It's... I didn't know anything about it, and while I was waiting for you to get here, I looked it up on Wikipedia and I saw that it was a musical. Oh no, it's <laughs> not! Oh
0: no! Which means
1: I'm gonna have to get my mandolin and sing a cover of one of the songs that we hear. Is,
0: is this our first musical?
1: Yeah? This well, is, I mean, well, Barbie, Lego, well, Oh. Uh,
0: well, Lego
1: had a musical number.
0: Lego had a musical number. And
1: Barbie, I guess...
0: Barbie the and year. the Rockers had several... I don't
1: know if that counts, because it was like diegetic music cuz they are performers who But it both songs. was and
0: wasn't which we discussed in the cuz they did it's that big It's
1: a little it's kind of fuzzy the distinction.
0: No fuzzier than the picture quality of no. the illegal YouTube upload very that we Yeah. artifacty. Watched. Yeah. As a matter of artifact we are going to be I think renting well, I don't know, actually Yeah, it's
1: your turn cuz I rented the last one. I don't
0: think I've actually looked to see if it's rentable. I would be I, very I did. I went on just watch. Wasn't.
1: I was prepared. I'm prepared for this episode. You, okay, there's the sugar. blood glucose is up. All right.
0: Well, shall we just go off and watch this movie and...
1: I'm excited. Yeah. I'll probably change my tune after having watched this. I don't... But I'm looking forward to just having a good time, looking at some colors, some bright colors, hearing some fun songs from the 80s, seeing some ponies getting tatted up.
0: I will say this. My... I don't hold My Little Pony, particularly My Little Pony from the 80s, in very high regard. Um, but I... I am trying to keep an open mind about this candy-coated mess that we may be about to watch.
1: I... This movie has Madeline Kahn in it.
0: Well, I must be wrong. It's probably going to be brilliant. So she's
1: probably going to do some great improv. And...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Finish your thought. It's going
1: to be flames on the side of her face. Yes. But that's her cutie mark.
0: That's her (laughs) cutie... That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you... That's what
1: I'm expecting. Yeah. With my limited knowledge of My Little Pony... That's, is, what, that's what I It's just a shot for shot
0: remake of Clue. Yes, but with ponies. But with ponies, yeah. okay. Well, we're going to go and watch My Little Pony, the movie from 1986. You don't have to. I feel like I have to say that now because of last week's episode. Don't feel like you have to watch it with us. But we'll be back to discuss that after these very old commercial messages.
1: My Little Pony.
0: My Little Pony. Each sold separately. Collect them all. Welcome back. We are back. We hope you enjoyed that tiny... There was some good little... I was gonna say Little Mermaid. Some good little My Little Pony commercials in the 80s, I feel. Because that jingle is seared into my brain. So that at least will be enjoyable. I don't know that...
1: Anything following...
0: No. (laughs) Nothing... Okay, so just... Here's the thing... I already know that there are going to be people who listen to this who are died in the wool My Little Pony fans. Who are fans of the original show, maybe the fans of the new stuff. Those people exist, and some of them statistically will hear this podcast at some indeterminate point in the future. I know several friends who, when I told them we were watching this episode, that we were watching this movie, got very excited for us. Now, I want to believe in my heart of hearts... That they got excited because they knew...
1: That we were going to suffer? That
0: we were about to experience beige. But part of me feels like maybe they genuinely think this was a good movie.
1: Yeah, we aren't burdened by those biases.
0: No, we... I, I came into this thing cold with minimal knowledge of My Little Pony. And I came out of it with many questions about <laughs> My Little Pony. I
1: went in hopeful. And I came out questioning a lot of things about my life and maybe, like, my worldview.
0: And My Little Pony. And My
1: Little Pony, but just, like, in general, the way the world works and my place in it.
0: I don't really know how to pass the last 90 minutes and change. Was it even 90 minutes? It
1: was an hour 26. An hour 26. But the credits were really long.
0: So it was about 80 minutes of... My life. Indecipherable garbage. Oh, no,
1: I think it was decipherable. But it was decipherable in the way that, like, a recipe generated by a neural network is decipherable. In that, (laughs) the the individual elements you can understand, but when you put it all together, there's nothing there.
0: So, while we were watching this, I was looking the movie up on IMDb and Wikipedia because it gave me a brief respite from the experience of watching the movie. You've done it before. Yeah. One of the things I learned, and I did share this with Molly while we were watching, this film was animated inside of ten weeks, and it shows... It is sub television standard Ooh. animation. Well, for I think a maybe for the eighties, it was.
1: It looked like TV animation, and there were even what felt like they ought to have been commercial breaks.
0: Yeah, but it
1: looked made for TV.
0: According to the trivia on IMDb, which as we all know is one hundred percent reliable and factual and contains no inaccuracies whatsoever, the reason that it would abruptly stop one scene and go into the next one is they just ran out of time and money to finish that scene, and there was no. They, no time was left to join the uh, scenes. It's not that they I were...
1: believe that. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. The most bizarre part of this entire movie was the scene transitions. Yeah.
0: It flicked, it cut from one scene where they where some of the ponies were in one place, then cut to them being somewhere else, and then two seconds later cut to an entirely different scene. Just three very abrupt cuts that were so abrupt that we both kind of yelped, <laughs> what?
1: It's especially hard because the the ponies don't look especially distinct. No. So it, it can be difficult to keep the plot threads separate.
0: They don't look particularly distinct. They don't sound very distinct from each other. And they don't have much in the way of... I think the word is personality. Yeah. To describe them as two-dimensional would be ascribing to them an additional dimension to which they (laughs) don't deserve.
1: Be generous.
0: Yes, it would would be too much.
1: Yeah, I was saying that I was... When we started watching, I was very into this movie up until the point when the opening credits ended. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And we actually launched into some sort of plot.
0: Actual, factual, horsing around occurred
1: because I kind of hate lickety split. You
0: you were very into the movie at the very beginning.
1: Yeah, I was hopeful.
0: There was so much joy on your face <laughs> and you made that noise that you make we go oh ah! when you're very excited about something and there's like nowhere else for the joy to go so it spills out of your mouth with this kind of high-pitched whine of enthusiasm and, and yeah, excitement. Yeah, no, that's all gone. Yeah, that that subsided very very quickly. There's so much with this movie that doesn't... Here's the thing. Our, our usual shtick is to go through the narrative beat by beat and mock the movie as... I think at this point we are just a bad movie podcast. I think we just have to accept that yeah, for the most part... I
1: resigned myself to that. It's,
0: I think we're there. I think we have to accept that. Those reviews on, on the interwebs are... They're true and we have to deal with it. The problem with this movie is the narrative is so disjointed... A, because the writing is not there. It's
1: In the just... same way that it, because they had to animate it in 10 weeks, you definitely got the impression that there were multiple teams of animators working on different sequences that, that, that never really communicated with each other. You also get the sense that there are multiple teams of writers who are each writing what their idea of the script is, but they never actually communicate with each other. What
0: it felt like was that writing exercise... That I don't know if you ever had to do this, but in English class back in England, we would have to write like you
1: write a sentence and then like pass write a your sentence, paper fold to the it right over, in, and that's and what the it next felt person like. they only read that one sentence yeah. and they have to
0: continue the story. Yeah. It was like a, a this this entire film feels like the end result of a really bad improv game <laughs> that just
1: whose pony is it anyway?
0: Exactly, like intellectually, narratively. It's a cul-de-sac. It's just, it, it just stops. Yeah. Scenes just stop. Character motivations change on the whim of whatever writer is writing that particular scene and in the moment. And even the
1: quote climax just kind of doesn't really have anything to do with the journey they've taken up to this point.
0: I would go on further, Molly. I would say that no journey was taken at all.
1: <laughs> a d- a Distances were travelled. Physical Fistical? Yes. F- Fistical. <laughs> That's something else.
0: Fisticle is uh, a fist testicle. It's either a testicle the size of a fist.
1: No, I want to stop.
0: Or it is a fist with a testicle. it not that end.
1: just a wart that you've described?
0: <laughs> yes, it's just a. It's a wart. It's a big wart that produces sperm. You're trying not to laugh. Just no, lean I just into think it. it's icky. It is horrible.
1: I was saying a thought. No, I forgot because you start talking about balls. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I I derailed you and I they, apologize. They
1: traversed tangible distances. Yes. In that sense, they progressed towards something. Yeah. Or um, they progressed in a, in a direction that was possibly a circle.
0: I think that the entire film can be summed up as, as this. Tell me. The entire film can be summed this up better be good, thusly. Man. There was no call to adventure no. for them to answer. They just had to deal with some shit. Yeah. That's really it.
1: So it's kind of more like just real life acted out by, do you think this is kind of like a child who's, whose parents are getting divorced is like working through their mundane lives <laughs> by playing with their ponies and they're just sort of coming up with fantasy scenarios that correlate with like, oh, like, you didn't pay the electric bill, like, oh, like, I hate your mother. <laughs>
0: Uh, Why do we always
1: have to have Christmas at their place?
0: I think that ascribes a layer of depth to My Little Pony the movie, that it doesn't...
1: That's what I'm here to do. That's the service I provide. You are once
0: again trying to backfill a a coherent narrative into the nonsense that we... Here's a couple of things that bugged me from a technical standpoint. Firstly, this film was only available to rent rent in standard definition. Heresy. Secondly, it was only available to rent... Cropped
1: to 4-3 Think of all the The action we missed
0: I guarantee you this film would have made more sense If we'd been able to watch it in in, in widescreen As opposed to full screen I think part of the issue Is that nobody Not one person on this planet Gives neither shit nor fuck enough Wait that's
1: double negative Hold on you're hurting me Can you try that sentence again
0: No one on this planet gives either shit nor fuck About
1: Either or so, take it a third time. You okay. Can do
0: it. No one on this planet can muster within themselves a single solitary shit or an utterance of a fuck okay. to give about this movie. And that includes the people who hold the rights to this movie because they could not bring themselves to release a widescreen version. I would take a standard definition widescreen version. They released a full-frame, cropped version to Google Play that they let me rent for $2.99 American Centurinos. Now, I could have rented a standard-definition version of any other movie for the same price. It would have filled the screen. I would have gotten my money's worth. As it is approximately one-third of the screen was not filled. Now, if you, I write... Do
1: you want 30, 30% of your two ninety nine back? I am
0: going to write to Google and ask them for a uh, 99 cents back because I feel like we've been cheated. Yeah. Because there was... You know what? Maybe this film makes sense if you can see what's happening <laughs> slightly to the left or immediately to the right. Maybe there's
1: scrolling text that fills in the backstory that we're yes. missing and describes the character motivations and, yes. the, and lays down the stakes.
0: Yes, that is problem one with this movie, is that technically it was not presented in its best light. The second problem with this movie, name three characters. Megan. Okay.
1: Megan. Lickety Split. Cool. Spike the Dragon. Okay. North Star (laughs) Flying Glasses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, after the first three, they start to lose...
1: Fizzy. There
0: was one name. Fizzy? I
1: think. Fizzy. Yeah. Fizzy.
0: Fizzy. There was a character in this movie who goes by the name of Moochick. Oh, yeah. He was neither a cow nor a chicken nor a woman. He was a short-bearded gnome man Whose solution to their problem, by the way, the basic narrative of this film is, one of the ponies runs away. Maybe
1: we should, we should Should we try?
0: Should we try let's, to go no, through the just, narrative? Yeah,
1: it, well, we don't have to go through it, but we can try. lay it out.
0: So, it, spring has sprung, the sun is Riz, I wonder where the birdies is. And this is laid out for us in the opening song to the tune of the My mm-hmm. Little Pony jingle. The,
1: the snow melts and the s- all the critters come out. Yeah,
0: which you were very captivated by. Yeah,
1: no, I I get excited by the spring equinox because yeah. it's my birthday.
0: So the spring is here and the ponies are going to put on a festival. Yeah. But the, the writers, the directors, the people working on this movie, they're not interested in the ponies because we are immediately whisked away to the top of a volcano where three witches, whose names are... You can do this, Hidia. Hidia. It's the mother. She's the mother, but she doesn't like being called Mama.
1: Um, one of them is like Draggle. Drag is Draggle. 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 <laughs> Dra- Dra- Draggle. Her name is is Draggle. Draggle I was right.
0: And, and
1: I can't tell what. What mouth shape that is. Is it Rika?
0: Re- no, I'm not making a mouth Rica? shape to help you. I'm making Rica. a mouth shape of police... For, who is it? Rika. Oh, you looked it up on IMDb. No, I already um, knew.
1: And I was saying the <laughs> word. And then you started contorting your face. I started face, making a face. And I wanted to make sure that you were okay. It
0: was like, I, that was my Alan Partridge, I've just shot a man face. They are just miserable human beings. We know that they're the villains because the two of the three of them are reading Little Red Riding Hood and rooting for the wolf. That is how you know...
1: That's how they establish these.
0: That's how they establish... Also, they don't like nice things. They like bad things. Typical 80s cartoon villains who are villains because they are villains. Because they genuinely... I
1: mean, we know why the daughters are villains. I mean, we know why the mother is a villain. It's actually...
0: And why is that, Molly?
1: Because of family trauma and cycles of abuse.
0: It's very... There's definitely a...
1: It's kind of dark.
0: It's kind of a hand-me-down trauma situation. Yeah.
1: Because the, the mother is is physically and verbally abusive. This movie is, what, 30-some some years old?
0: 86, so yes, 32.
1: Oh, your age. Yeah. So you are this movie. Yes. You caused it directly. This movie,
0: I was actually, uh, I, I've been trying to, I don't want to call attention to it because I don't feel it's really appropriate, but me and this movie are twins. Aww. Yeah.
1: Oh, but I guess you're estranged because of the whole lack of a plot thing.
0: Yeah, my, I have a plot. Yeah, <laughs> and My Little Pony
1: never um, got it together. Never,
0: never got it together. Real dropout, dropped out of everything.
1: In the second song in the movie, I guess the 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 witch mother sings to her daughters about how she wants them to live up to her legacy of being evil and, like, rubs their noses in the fact that all of their other female relatives are a lot better at this being bad stuff than they are.
0: Yes. And that's really, it. Yeah, just, it's just like the, the entire... Yeah,
1: that's the extent of their yeah, character motivation.
0: The depth of their villainy is, it's cool to be bad, and the ponies are happy and joyful, and they resent that, so they want to stop it. They want to destroy the ponies.
1: I don't think they want to. I think they want to please their mother. The daughters are motivated by wanting to please their mother. And I was actually really shocked at the end when there's no redemption for them. Because they're clearly only doing it to earn her respect.
0: I, I hadn't potentially... I, I didn't expect them to have a redemption because their reasons for being so malicious were so... Ill defined and nebulous. I think that, I think the cycle of abuse thing is, is, is again, it's a backfill. They're just, I think they're bad for the sake of being bad. And while that abuse is definitely part of their narrative, it's, that surface level depth that's been given to them after the fact.
1: I think probably the writers didn't intend anything by it, but maybe because yeah. of my background, I read way into it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll own up to that.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at your pain now. Yeah, um, no, it's fine. So their whole, their whole thing is the, the ponies are happy and joyful, and we definitely need to get rid of them and just destroy them. Why, you may ask. Don't think about it too much, reply the three witches. I feel
1: like that's the subtitle of this movie. Yeah, don't, don't think, think about, about it too, it too much. much. Yeah,
0: it's like an Don't 80s you worry
1: your pretty little head.
0: It's actually the title of one of the songs Small from this Small girls from the 80s. Yes. They, I mean, between this and Barbie and the Rockers... Yeah. Animated specials did not place a terrible burden on the minds of the youth of the 80s to know or care about things. Meanwhile, back in Pony Land, Ponyville, the where the ponies live.
1: Equestria.
0: I don't think it's called that in this. They never mention. Um, I think it's called that in the newer series, but I don't think it's ever yeah, referred where to the that pony, name. Where
1: the pony things are.
0: Well, the wild ponies are. Um, they. Well, that makes more sense. They're they're doing their big recital for the festival. And one of the ponies whose name I did not learn Lickety until Split. the last seven minutes of the movie. Yes, Lickety Split. I'm just now realizing... She's got
1: ice creams on her.
0: My very first girlfriend, we had two cats together, one of whom was named <gasps> Lickety Split. Oh, no. And I did not... Kn- we called her that because she would just, like, dash around our flat like Are a lunatic. Are you sure
1: that's why?
0: I'm now realizing that my first girlfriend probably picked that name because it was a pony name. But I did was not... Does
1: the cat have three ice creams tattooed on its butt? No, did you ever lift the fur to look?
0: Uh, I did not. I did fall out of a second-story window once, oh. and I had to go down to the alley down the side of the building to go. Well, and that's pick not it up.
1: unlike the journey that Lickety Split goes on in her narrative. It arc. is
0: very like narratively similar. Now that I think about it, but so she, Lickety Split, wears a very brightly colored top. Which, I will not lie, I was already tuning out at this early stage of the movie.
1: I think these were the first lines of dialogue yeah. spoken in the entire movie. And everyone's and just, her, just hearing her voice, I was like, I have changed my mind.
0: Everyone is so pitchy and nasal. Yeah, uh, it's just impossible to really want to hear them. So she shows up on stage in this brightly coloured outfit... Which apparently ruins the festival and ruins the performance.
1: Because she calls attention to herself. I wrote in my notes, the nail that stands up will be hammered down. <laughs> so I think that's that's Lickety Split's story. Yeah. Is that she should have been hammered down? It's not really resolved
0: yeah, it did, in the end. The narrative does not Which get... Which
1: could, could also be the subtitle of this movie.
0: Again, this is not a film that is concerned with paying off any of the things it sets up. Yeah. And... Lickety Split gets kind of shouted out And kind of emotionally blackmailed A little bit There's a lot of unnecessary
1: Putting her down Putting
0: her down in passive aggression mm-hmm. And emotionally charged Yelling And Lickety Split decides to run away Lickety Split doesn't say she's running away She runs away Well and then she does
1: ruin, ruin the recital She
0: does ruin the recital by being there Yeah that I'd, I'd, again.
1: Well, she's she's not following the routine. Yeah. She's not doing the choreo that that everyone this, else. No.
0: Learned. Okay. Because this this gets brought back later when she's trying to jump or fly over the gorge and she can't fly and she falls. And Spike
1: tries to convince her that she can't fly, but she jumps anyway. She
0: says she can do anything, and then she falls and says, "I guess I can't fly." And then again, that entire narrative of her realizing her limitations as a as I was going to say as a human being. Her, her limitations as a pony.
1: A pony being opponent. That being. plot
0: is done. She doesn't.
1: Yeah, she learns her lesson in the first maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then she's just there.
0: Yeah, she's just present for it. But she she decides. Here's the thing: we are told she's running away by Spike because Spike chases after her and says. Running away won't solve anything, and up, th- up until the point he said that, I had no idea she was running away. I thought from... she just
1: left the venue because she was embarrassed, as yeah, anyone would do. Of
0: course, but as soon as they get back to Lickety Split's house, she, she starts, starts packing up and her and singing shit. a
1: song about how she can get by on her own.
0: Yeah, and she's got a really badly written, hastily recorded song.
1: Unlike the other chart toppers, oh yeah, they're movie. all
0: they're all bangers, they're all Heat Rocks, uh, but they are not. <laughs> This is a terrible, this is, my note
1: I couldn't hum a single one of the tunes Of the songs that was in this movie And I'm really disappointed because I did want to Actually like look up tabs And try to play one of them (laughs) But I couldn't I couldn't tell you what any of the songs were I can just vaguely remember Oh I think there was a song here It didn't contribute anything Other than sort of underscore What we already knew was happening In the quote narrative
0: None of it is good nothing about it's the songs sometimes the songs just happen and sometimes the songs just happen sometimes
1: it's like a timer goes off and they're like oh it's it's been 5 minutes like yeah. it is time for another song everyone stop what you're doing
0: like they had a quota yeah and there were, there were, there are moments where the plot will literally turn on a dime just to justify the next song mm-hmm. like the real estate song which we'll get which we'll come back to <laughs> i had another... sorry we skipped past one of the things that the, the witches state when they're talking about the ponies and how much they hate them because they're happy is that this place used to be kind of dank and vile and unpleasant until the ponies showed up.
1: And they made it lush and green and...
0: Beautiful. Yeah. And we have this both this moment, both of us, where we kind of locked eyes and wondered whether the ponies were serving as a metaphor for gentrification. Yeah.
1: They're colonizers that have moved in and yeah. taken over this land.
0: If we look at the witches as, like, the indigenous peoples of this land, and we look at gunky, grungy, dank, dark, vile, unpleasantness as... As the
1: natural ecosystem.
0: That's the natural ecosystem, but we're using those words because we're looking at this land through the lens of the the gentrifiers, the ones who are coming Mm. in and and making the place quote-unquote better... It, this is propaganda, basically. This is pro gentrification propaganda. And you have, at that point, you do f- begin to feel for the witches. Maybe their motivations aren't as black and white as we initially thought. Maybe they are, in fact, trying to preserve the natural ecosystem that existed before the ponies made their arrival.
1: Yeah.
0: Or none of that. And it's just very clear cut, lazy writing with 80s villains who have no real motivation. What? Yeah, how do, okay, how do kids in the 80s put up with this? With Skeletor, who's just bad for the sake of being bad, with these My little pony witches who are just evil because they enjoy being evil. Like, real-life villains have motivations. Real-life villains, firstly, don't even think of themselves as villains. Every, every villain thinks of themselves as the hero of their own story, but these villains literally vilify themselves. Within the narrative. How did we as kids in the eight well how did I as a kid yeah, I wasn't and
1: around? Yeah. I you, wasn't I was in gamete form.
0: You you in the missed 80s. the boat considerably for for eighties cartoons. I think the nineties kind of fixed this a little bit, but we as the audience, we're doing it now. We have to backfill motivation for villains. Whereas at the time, it's just, well, kids will believe any old bollocks. We don't need to actually put any thought or nuance into what we're writing, so they're just bad for the sake of being bad. That's my shitty writer voice from the <laughs> 80s.
1: That took me on a journey.
0: I feel like I feel like uh, I, I delivered on a, on a magical promise. I don't know what the promise was. But, like, you look at villains and stuff now, like, even stuff on, like, I was going to say CBBC, which neither of us have seen in a very long time, because it's in the UK and you've never seen it. Kids television now, villains tend to have some manner of layer and m- mm-hmm. motivation to them. Look and in at-
1: some cases, like a personal relationship yeah. with the protagonist.
0: Look at President Business, in, or Lord Business, or whatever his name is in the Lego yes. movie. It is President Business, right? Yeah. He has, there are layers, and, and, and there's so much detail and granularity to why he's doing what he's doing. And then you come to this, and they're just bad because fuck it. Yep. Cool. Glad we agree. Anyway, Lickety Split decides to run away, tries to jump over a gap because she thinks she can fly. Yeah. Or she believes that she can fly because she can do anything, which is possibly a meta-commentary on telling kids that they can do anything when we know that is not true. Yeah. How did you feel so, watching that scene?
1: The one where she uh, flings herself to her death?
0: <laughs> yeah, the the, the, the uh, Javert I did, scene. I wanted
1: her to die.
0: Yes. I find that you do that a lot with these movies where you I think, think I, single out I, I a character. I turned on Lickety
1: Split, really. I would say Lickety Split. <laughs> um,
0: She's, that's how she got her nickname. Is a yes, actor, um, that's
1: how long it takes you to hate her. Yes. Um, as soon as I heard her voice, I knew yeah. that it wasn't going to work between us. <laughs> My reaction to most of the scenarios in this movie was one of confusion. And I was confused that she... Like, what gave her the thought that she could fly?
0: Well, because well, this is the thing: if she she genuinely believes I can do anything, I can fly if I want to. Where's that coming from? Yeah. Is someone in Who'd, Ponytopia
1: who's feeding her this? Yeah,
0: where she puts pulling that that.
1: Someone is grooming her for something.
0: She's being encouraged by an exterior force. I wonder, probably by
1: an authority figure. Probably to put herself in these reckless situations. She
0: knows and trusts who is. In a position to, I'm thinking Muzychik is like my first go-to, because <laughs> he he gave me a bad vibe.
1: Oh, did he? Well, yeah. He like he seemed like the only person who had his head on straight.
0: Dude, the first like they came to him for help, and the first thing he tries to do is to get to get them to buy a beach villa. Like, what yeah, the hell he's is just tra- no? He's a, it's a living. The solution to
1: he's a realtor. Help
0: our world is under attack. It's not pack your bags and move away. I mean it is sometimes.
1: Sometimes it is.
0: But he had like on a dime like he didn't even consider what well, maybe we could help you with. He was just like, "No."
1: I think he just wanted them maybe to leave and that was the fastest way to get them out of there.
0: You just think maybe he had, he had like a lady friend over?
1: Well, he or did a male have that friend. rabbit. He,
0: he did he have had that a rabbit, rabbit
1: friend over, but the Moochik sequence isn't until like the halfway point. It's It's yeah. in there and that's when their quest like their their quest yeah. Actually begins. We
0: are 40 minutes into this movie before any call to adventure. Because
1: we, before we have any sense of like direction of any yeah. kind, of it... like what should we actually do? Because the first half of the movie is what should we do? I don't know. Where, where's Lickety Split gone? I don't know. What's happening to our village? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it. That sums up the first half yeah. of the movie entirely. Because what happens is the witches decide to mix together this stuff that has a name that is...
1: The... smooth
0: smooth. That's it. You're right. smooth. <laughs> Which is a contraction, of course, of smooth ooze.
1: It looks kind of like a... Like a Grimer.
0: It does. It's a big old it's a purple, Pokemon it's Grimer. It's a
1: purple goopy critter. Yeah. With eyeballs.
0: Yeah. That's it. I hadn't even made that connection. Yeah. Very well done. You're welcome. Good job. So Grimer comes in. <laughs> the The two sisters decide not to get a key ingredient for this thing.
1: Because they're afraid. And we find out later why they were afraid.
0: Yes, in a in scene that I will describe as sexually charged. It judged.
1: was, mm, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really, the film has two moments of like, very direct, sexy sex. yeah. It, that just happens.
1: And I, I wanted to look away.
0: But you couldn't. No. Because we had to watch it for the... I couldn't believe it. Yes. It, it's What I was
1: seeing with my eyes. <laughs> I
0: cannot look and yet I cannot look away. <sighs> anyway, so they, they they decided not to get this key ingredient. The, the, the creation still comes out as a smooth and does what it's supposed to. Covers the Pony Dream Castle, which is actually called the Pony Dream Castle. And I think had an RRP of about 169 99 I might be exaggerating the price on that a little bit. Uh, for comedic effect. But it was a thing you could buy. Because my sister had one. So the ponies are like, oh, fuck! Which is a direct line. It's a yeah. direct quote from the film.
1: That surprised me a little.
0: Yeah. But they went for it. But then they decided... At this point, they decided to go to the human world. Oh, for help.
1: And I this don't is I think because I don't know anything about My Little Pony, I yeah. I was really confused when suddenly there were human yeah. children on
0: Well, bef- before they arrived. In the field where the kids are playing, one of the ponies says, I know, we'll go to Megan for help. My first thought was, who the fuck is Megan? Have we met <laughs> Megan? Has she previously appeared in this motion picture? What is happening right now?
1: That was also my response.
0: And then we arrive with the ponies in the park where the kids are playing. Yeah. And the kids are or just like there. their
1: backyard. Their, their parents are gone. There are it's no parents. It's three children. There's Megan, who is the eldest.
0: There is Pony World. There is Child World, and then there is the Abyss, <laughs> where all other creatures are cast for they have exceeded their usefulness within the narrative. So there are no parents in the, the, the no Ponyverse. Has- they're of no use
1: to Hasbro. There
0: have no use to Hasbro. When these kids reach a certain age,
1: boop, space yeah, blender. They're out. Yeah. So there's Megan, the oldest, and then there's Danny. Who was the boy child.
0: The, the red-headed shithead. Y- yeah. Who all he does is bitch through this entire movie. He
1: complains a lot. I, and then there's the younger one.
0: Yeah. Megan is the older one, right? Yes. And there was a little blonde girl yeah. who Danny sexually assaults.
1: Well, yes. I, <laughs> I don't know what their relationship is to each other. I don't know if these are siblings or they're just friends. you know with a cursory they're just France with a cursory Google search I could answer you could probably
0: look it up because the the TV series started in 1984
1: I'm going to take a second to look this up because it's going to bother me
0: so this film came after the animated series started
1: which is probably why we're so in the dark
0: yeah and the other in fact there's a 10 part sequel to this movie in the animated series. Megan Williams
1: is a 12-year-old girl and the eldest of three children, so I guess they are her siblings, which, yeah, yeah, I would be grossed out if my brother kissed me.
0: Are they siblings?
1: Well, it says she's the eldest of three children. Maybe they're not her siblings, but, like, whenever there are children and there are three of them, she's always the oldest. She's
0: always the oldest. If two other children arrive and they're older than her, she immediately ages (laughs) up to compensate but not
1: she's now 315 years old
0: that's the fear is that she's she lives in perpetual terror that she's going to meet someone who is 17 years and 11 months because then she'll get pushed to 18 and she'll have reached the threshold where she'll get fed into the grinder and her no longer being a child she will be flushed out into the the abyss of space for she will no longer be suitable to live in the childland or the pony world
1: Danny Williams is Megan's 10-year-old brother and a rambunctious redhead
0: I resent that description so much. So
1: they are all siblings.
0: And he just plants a wet one on the side of her face.
1: Yeah, and she's grossed out. He
0: kisses his sister square on the face.
1: On the on the cheek. On I the think. cheek. But she's really grossed out by it. I can't imagine a ten year old boy being like, "I'm so moved with love for my sister."
0: I have a very. That I just
1: want to put my mouth on that face.
0: I have a very the deep
1: platonic love that I feel. I
0: have a very potent memory from my childhood of. S- spending the night at my cousin's house in Northampton and the following morning we went out into his back garden I think to play Ghostbusters because he had all the toys and the jumpsuit and everything and I always re- resented the fact that he had those things and I didn't and I remember I think I had just recently learned about like familial love so I just say, hey Simon I love you and he said he said what he said oh you're my cousin and you're family and I love you and he was like okay Aww. like I just did that very I have that's That's a very crystalline memory in my, in my mind. Did you ever
1: love again?
0: No. No, I'm done with love.
1: (laughs) That's so sad. Well, I don't think that either of these children will ever love again. No,
0: because they're going to reach a certain age and get fed into the space grinder.
1: Yeah, well, that's, yeah, Yeah. that's why. So. But not Megan.
0: Megan helps by, she has a locket that she gives to whatever pony she gives it to. They, they're all interchangeable. Yeah, they're roughly
1: interchangeable. Um, Not to be pony races. A, a
0: pony cyst?
1: Pony cyst. That just or sounds cyst? like something that. Pony cyst sounds get, like. You need to get surgically removed. From pony, a pony cyst
0: does sound like a tag on Archive of Their Own. It does sound Ugh. like a portmanteau of pony and something very, very unfortunate.
1: A ganglion cyst.
0: Exactly. Terrible. So Megan and the the kids go back to Ponyland and they unleash the rainbow of light, which was trapped in this lock in. The rainbow of light.
1: trapped. I think it's. Stored contained, there. yeah.
0: Contained in much the same way as a genie is contained, yeah. With an alarm.
1: voluntarily, yes,
0: of its they own. They enjoy freedom. it in there. Yeah, they're happy. It's like a pokeball.
1: They are. They're like they're den animals, and they like to be in enclosed spaces. Yes.
0: So there, apparently, the I'm guessing the rainbow of light was a thing in the TV series.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a hundred percent. A hundred percent makes sense. <laughs> If it's we like weigh it in light of the TV series.
0: It's like the Masters of the Universe movie where it just drops character names at you halfway and two thirds through the movie because it just assumes you're going to know who all of these idiots are, and we don't know. Molly is yawning right now, and that is the correct no, no, reaction. That's
1: because I need more oxygen.
0: So anyway, so the... the that's aim- on
1: us. Yeah. That's yeah. on us that we don't know any of the lore going We really in. should have
0: watched every episode of the cartoon yeah, before. Yeah, because then we
1: would have a frame of reference yeah. and know who these characters are and be like, oh, that's such a...
0: Typical Danny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan!
1: I was, I was going through my Rolodex of what's a, a name of a pony from the movie I just watched and I couldn't find anything.
0: Sh- Shutterstock.
1: <laughs> yes, Shutterstock the pony
0: <laughs> The the cutie mark is just the Shutterstock <laughs> logo Which ironically has the Shutterstock logo on top of it Because they didn't pay for the full Anyway, so yeah. So they return with the Rainbow she's of Light
1: got, She's got a watermark
0: It's yeah. not a cutie mark <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a, a it's, a, it's a water cutie mark The The Rainbow of Light does two things no. Fuck all <laughs> And it gets trapped by the smooze. And they immediately go
1: Oh! fuck again yeah they go oh oops. oops well that was our only plan like we didn't <laughs> want to actually explore this issue I
0: I thought it was really grim how they all just kind of immediately all fell onto their sides like faint goats and just kind of awaited death at that point like they all just lay there kind of
1: and said take me home Lord
0: they they started they started singing uh, I, I'm I don't have a religious background but I, I could tell that it was some kind of hymn. Which
1: swing, swing low, swing low,
0: sweet chariot, yeah. Which one, <laughs> I guess I did know because it was that song was, of course, featured in Adam's Family Values. It was the first time that song was ever recorded anywhere, and it's since been co-opted by the the Christian right. But yeah. the, so the ponies are all waiting for death, and just in case there's any clarity, this is me having fun because I have no fucking clue what happens in this movie.
1: They have so few leads in terms of solving this problem that there are a lot of instances where the The ponies on their respective journeys, because there are a couple different plot threads of ponies, like, trying to figure this out. At certain points they do just, like, give up. Yeah. And kind of lie down and wait for death. <laughs> metaphorically. Like, the writers wrote themselves into a corner and were like, I don't want to take the time to address this. Yeah. I'm just going to Switch to something else now, and it happens in
0: with Lickety Split and mm-hmm. Spike when they're stuck in that chasm that they cannot climb and out. Like, of. They're like,
1: "Oh, we're trapped now."
0: Yeah, they just they just resign themselves to the fate they're of like living in this weird, ditch.
1: We're stuck here, and
0: it's not until the Smooze starts to come into the ditch, Giggity, that they they immediately think, "What do we do?" And then that's when they decide to go through the waterfall. Where if they played any video game from the nineties or they early nineties, yeah, there. they know that there's a passage back there. They hadn't considered it until their life was in imminent danger. And then they go through the cave, and then they meet the Grunkles. Grun- Grundles. Grundles,
1: Not Gruncles. Stan. This isn't Gravity Falls. Okay.
0: They meet Grunkle Stan, and the Gruncles, the their, their home was destroyed by the Smoos a very long time I
1: mean, ago. none of this happens until, like, three quarters of the way through the film, because... Yes. Um, lickety-split. I keep on forgetting her name, because... <laughs> Every character in this movie is so forgettable.
0: It's it's bland central. <laughs> but lick,
1: Lickety Split, they, they kind of abandoned their storyline for a good 20 to 30 minutes while other stuff happens. Yeah, when we came back so to them. profoundly inconsequential.
0: Them, I had forgotten they were in the movie when yeah, we came I was back to them. Yeah, I was disappointed when I
1: saw them and I was like, oh god, I have to listen to this voice again.
0: Yeah, there was a moment in the movie where Lickety Split appears on the screen and I think you yelled something to the effect of, why won't you die? <laughs>
1: yelled that a lot during you this did. movie, because you really... that would have solved
0: I, I genuine... my
1: problem, at least.
0: Generally, I don't think of wishing death upon another person as an acceptable... You can be angry with a person, you can wish them ill will, but I think wishing them death is maybe a step too far. However, wishing death upon a fictional character from a movie that came out 31, 32 years ago I think that's perfectly
1: acceptable. Cool. I think
0: that's fine. I think morally, ethically, you're in the clear there.
1: I don't want her to die because I hate her. I want her to die to give the story something to do.
0: There needs to be some weight. At least the Transformers movie killed Optimus Prime. There are emotional stakes in the Transformers movie. Spoiler alert, by the way, for the, the 80s Transformer movie, which we will be watching.
1: Yay. Um,
0: but, like, one of the reasons why the Transformers movie is considered... Like, like it, it was same animation studio made a loss. It didn't make its money back, and this is the reason why um, the Gem and the Holograms movie got cancelled mm-hmm. in the 80s. Uh, learned all of that from Wikipedia and I MDB. also, Yeah, yes. I also read it. But the Transformers movie, this movie, no one watches My Little Pony anymore. No one watches it if they can choose to watch literally anything else, they're watching that instead. The only people who are renting this movie on Google Play are people who go... I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, no, this is bad, 20 minutes (sighs) in. Or idiots like us who are watching it for a podcast. And there can't be many of us. I hope not. So, who's watching this movie? Zero people. But the Transformers movie, people are coming back and watching that one. People uh, remember that one very fondly. It got a Blu-ray release a couple of years ago. I think Shout Factory put out a special edition Blu-ray of the Transformers movie a few years ago. And that's because Optimus Prime's his death has weight. Like, it affected people. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything else about that movie. Possibly there's nothing else about that movie to remember. But it has weight. This is just things that happen.
1: It's like someone opened a box of nerds and just started pelting them. <laughs> like, you start getting pelted with them. Yes. In in the sense that it's a bunch of tiny little inc- inconsequential things hitting you that you feel... You feel like they're trying to do something to you. Does that make any sense? It
0: it kind of does. Sorry,
1: I'm kind of in pain right now. It's I'm
0: like so. It's like someone. You know how people throw rice at a wedding? It's like that, but imagine them throwing it one grain at a time. <laughs> That's what this movie is like. There's a very brief, like I think, F plot at this point of the witches actually going and getting
1: the magical ing- the magical the ingredient, f- the, flume
0: the flume that they need for the schmooze. For the smooze. schmooze is something it's else the entirely. Smears. For for the smooze, they're gonna schmooze. schmooze. Yeah, they're gonna go down to Paramount Studios and.
1: And rub some elbows.
0: See if they can get their their movie greenlit. But what happens instead is they get tangled up in a web. Not a web, a a kind of a plant.
1: Tentacle. uh, Tentacle situation. Like tendrils, I guess. There was a. Oh god. There was a lot
0: of tickling.
1: How to describe this plant? It's like a.
0: Sexually charged.
1: Well, that too. It's kind of like a weird little bulb that has a, a spiky mouth. It does and have a, a bunch mouth. Of little like pustules or barnacles on it, and some vines. A
0: bunch of vines. Some
1: prehensile vines that do things. This too. Yeah, the this witches. plant was
0: definitely on loan from some freaky hentai uh, movie from the eighties. It inappropriately touches them. This was a them. set
1: piece that didn't even really
0: need This was filler. You, okay, they had ten weeks to animate this movie. They rushed so much stuff and they wasted time animating Loving, this sequence. Lovingly
1: animating.
0: Lovingly rendering. You could cut this entire sequence the, on the movie. The
1: tendrils going around the legs and the neck and yeah. the waist. Like... I feel uncomfortable just recalling it.
0: Yeah, I, did the plot at one point, like, smush them together in a, kind of a now kiss together. kind of situation? Yeah, like, smush
1: their faces together.
0: Such as know. one might do with their pop vinyls when they're trying to make <laughs> Professor Xavier and Magneto <laughs> kiss.
1: It was just unpleasant. It
0: was deeply unpleasant. But then, that's okay, because we go back to the ponies, and Shutterstock and all of her little friends have decided <laughs> to track down Moochik, who is the person who gave them the The rainbow of light, way back in season two, episode seventeen, as you very well remember. Yeah. Um, don't please don't tweet me with the correct episode number because I can't process can't any of the information. It. I
1: just can't bear it. I don't.
0: It. I don't need that in my life. So they go to Moochik, and they're like, "Hey, so the Smooze is going to destroy. Has already like destroyed our castle. Has taken over our land. We've been displaced. What do we do?" And he's like, "Who like, are you?" He's like, who the are you? Again. Like, can you help us? It's like, yeah, sure, but you need a home. And then he immediately starts pitching them on a timeshare. And
1: they're like, no, we understand that.
0: A musical, like he starts telling them all of these other places they could live. I think
1: this is the longest and most involved musical number of all of them, possibly because this is like one of the more famous voices. Yes. In the cast, they gave but him something they, to they, do. They, 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 This is my only number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They gave him, yeah, because he doesn't really do anything besides give them the um, Paradise Estate. Yeah, which is now available in stores. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: just basically this big pink building that you remarked while we were watching looked like it had been traced out of a Macy's catalog. It
1: literally looked like they had just drag and drop.
0: Yeah. In fact, it did just kind of very slowly, like, slide into frame from the top. <laughs> so they now, they have the parallel. like, oh,
1: it's perfect.
0: Yeah, they, so they just live there now. Like, that's the solution. But the the smooth is still a thing. So...
1: So they've kind of... They've they've solved their problem. They've
0: solved the problem insofar as they've moved the problem. Because the smooth is still coming.
1: Is this just like a, like a problem hot potato? Yeah. That we've got going on, narratively. Yeah. Of, like, no one ever really faces this thing head on. No no one ever, like, takes, um, like, aggressive action towards anything.
0: No, they It's all
1: like, oh, we're living our lives. Oh, suddenly we're running from this thing. Yeah. And we're trying to avoid it. And they never stop trying to avoid it. In the end, they recruit someone else to take care of the problem for them.
0: They're very passive. Yeah. It's very, very passive. There's no... Like, women should be. Uh, nothing Maybe about that's th- the moral. Yeah.
1: <laughs> young young girls of the eighties.
0: <laughs> there's nothing. They don't take any steps. Like nothing sums up the motivations and actions of the ponies in this movie more than Lickety Split, like falling into that pit and then going, "Well, guess I'll die," and that's <laughs> it.
1: There's, it's there's a lot of "Guess I'll die." Like <laughs> is it Moochick that tells them to go find the. The, the
0: Flutter Ponies. ponies? Uh, technically, or it was the, the rabbit telling Moochik, telling yeah, so they're, them. They're,
1: he's like, "Go find the Flutter Ponies. They'll help you."
0: Yeah, because Moochik's like, "Sorry, kid, I got nothing." And then the rabbit's like, "Tell them to go to the fucking Flutter Ponies so we can get back in your house and fuck."
1: <laughs> like rabbit. Yeah,
0: like a rabbit and a very old gnome man.
1: Yeah.
0: So they go off to find the Flutter As Fairies. The old expression goes. Yeah. They go off to find the Flutter Ponies. Something, something. Scene missing. Scene missing. Uh, Lickety Split is with them again, with the Grunkles.
1: Oh yeah, because because Lickety Split finds the first yeah, Flutter Pony down
0: a well. There's okay. a musical okay. duet with oh, what God. we presume is an echo. So very Snow White. Yeah,
1: she she's in her I guess I'll die state. Yeah, singing about how she's failed, which she has. Yeah, she should just go die. <laughs> but she comes they come upon a well and she starts singing into the well. Yeah, with with what we think is an echo, and then it's later revealed that oh no, there was a flutter pony trapped in the well. Yeah. Had been trapped, had been God knows how long she's been down there, has been in this well millennia. <sighs> and eons. And
0: <laughs> she fell in a hole and they built the well around
1: her. Yes. And I was so distressed by the fact that, like this person was down there like heard heard people come up, heard someone singing, and didn't immediately start screaming her head off, "Get me the fuck out of here
0: <laughs> i you know what I think it is? I think she knew that they were in one of the very expensive musical numbers that they'd recorded, and, she was like, and she's, oh, she's oh, like, be quiet. "I can't interrupt. Wait, no, maybe I can I'll just repeat the the last <laughs> couple of words that she says because I'm in mean, a well so it'll sound like an echo. And then at the end she's So like, I don't want them to know I'm here. I don't want them to know I'm, i don't want to interrupt. I don't, I don't want to be a bother. It's a very British attitude, yeah. I think. They eventually... They did have
1: weird accents, the Flutter ponies did.
0: And weird eyes as well. I paused it when... Uh, Their
1: eyes were a lot wider set than a typical ponies. Yeah. They looked a bit alien.
0: It was very... If you follow me on Twitter, I did tweet a screen... A, a photo of the screen because... Hot dang. It is a... It is... There's no word... To describe how poorly rendered this pony is,
1: <laughs> definitely off model. It is. It pony. is off
0: model. It is. It is. There was r- never a model. It is just rough. But the, the they they go back to where the Flutter Ponies are, and I, I forget the specifics here. But they try to convince the no, they try to convince the Queen of the Flutter Ponies to help fight the Smooze, and she's like, "It's not our battle."
1: Yeah. They're they're isolationists, they're Switzerland.
0: Yeah, they're isolationist. That's do, probably uh,
1: why their culture has survived so long.
0: Do we want to go so far to describe them as xenophobic?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. I think they just keep to themselves. They're like Wakanda.
0: I well, I I I think that that it was kind of an aggressive isolationism. She was very against the idea of helping other nations. And I think really the first clue that that was her uh temperament that that was her uh ideology was her make Equestria great again baseball cap.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of off-putting.
0: Yeah, it was it was distracting as well. But again, it's this film... prophetic. Yeah, it's like 20 years, 20, 30 years? 30 years. About 29, 30 years prior to the election. And uh, at least now we know where, where uh, they got that particular horrible yeah. bit of iconography from. That's, that's quite impressive.
1: I'll be traced back to this. So if we, <laughs> if we could go back in time and un- undo one mistake, it would be we would prevent this movie from being made because this was what started it all.
0: If you could travel back in time and only make one change to human history, what would it be?
1: I, I told you I would, I would stop this movie from
0: being made. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, hang on. Sorry. To backtrack. You've been given the keys to a time machine and Kate Blanchett to do make one change to human history and you choose this over the Emoji Movie.
1: I, I don't think the Emoji Movie would exist if this movie didn't exist first. I think this movie sets a dangerous precedent. You think so? I think so, yes.
0: Uh, I mean, there was that credit at the end of the Emoji Movie. We want to thank the cast and crew of the 1986 My yeah. Little Pony movie for everything. For the that, inspiration. For the inspiration. Like, there's just a straight line from My Little Pony the movie to the Emoji Movie. You can't spell Emoji Movie
1: without without Pony
0: if you change some of the letters. <laughs> Be a Pony movie. Yeah. <laughs> That, that sounds like a Legend of Zelda movie. I'll yeah, the
1: Upo- the Epona movie. The, yeah,
0: so they say no. The, the 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 Flutter ponies say no. Everyone says, but please, and they go, "Oh, okay. all right then." Yeah. And then there's what I'm sure in the storyboard artist's head was a really epic shot of all of these those Flutter ponies flying Ugh. out of the horizon,
1: like a swarm but, of locusts.
0: Yeah, the, I'm I'm sure that the storyboard artist and the director thought, "Yeah, this is gonna look fucking dope." And because of the budget and the time constraints... There about it,
1: 12 of them.
0: There's 12... It doesn't look very... <laughs> it looks like... like I keep thinking... All through the show I was thinking gummy bears. Like the, the Disney cartoon.
1: I haven't seen that. You have
0: no film of reference for that? No.
1: I can imagine a bear.
0: It was just very... eighties.
1: Gummy, gummy... I can imagine a literal gummy bear.
0: It was very 80s, anima- 80s TV animation. There are some places that are really good. Like there's the sequence with the witches on the ship... Kind of surfing the sea of mm-hmm. of smooths, which wasn't like Disney caliber, uh, and didn't meet the the heights of say Alvin and the Chipmunk in you know around the world in eighty days or whatever that film was that came out in the eighties, whether in a hot air balloon,
1: the, great, the Chipmunk Adventure, the
0: Great, yes, thank you. There's no great The Great Muppet Paper. Um,
1: I own that movie and it's one of my favorites.
0: Oh cool. Do, you, do now do, uh, sidebar. Do the Chipmunks count as Toyetic because they did have. Records that tied in.
1: I don't know. We'll have to discuss that.
0: Off. We'll discuss that off air. Yeah. Okay. The Flutter Fairy Pony idiots show up. Just stop the smooths. Yeah.
1: They just kind of flap their wings at it and shower sparkles down, and it retreats. It goes away. It's kind of like Never Wet. (laughs) It's kind of how it behaves. Yeah. Like they sprayed Never Wet on it and it just retreats. Yeah.
0: And they, they uncover the castle, From the sparkles. and they boot the witches and the smooths back into the volcano.
1: Yeah, which is now, the volcano is no longer filled with lava. No. The, they fall into the smooze that's in the volcano. And then I guess they kill their mother? <laughs> it's, it's never Im- really resolved. It's, it's implied. It's heavily implied that pr- probably they kill and eat her. <laughs>
0: Because the whole time, that the, the mother doesn't like being called Mama, but at the end of the movie, all they're, they're just calling her Mama and Mother and Ma. Yeah,
1: and then they kill her.
0: Yeah, but they it's... They tear
1: her limb from limb.
0: Limb from limb, but we don't get to see it.
1: That's the ending for them.
0: For them, it's done. That's the resolution it's to really their entire narrative.
1: sad because it, it just drives home, I guess, the fact that, like, you can never escape these cycles of abuse and you're doomed to turn into your parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got from it. And that's a message that I don't want to hear.
0: Yeah. It
1: reads differently now to me as an adult, but also I think to 30 years later.
0: Culturally. Yeah. We have have greater demands and expectations of our children's Children's television and children's media. uh, And this film just does not meet the rigorous standards that we're used to now Mm -hmm. by virtue of the fact that they apparently did not have any standards. Because they crapped this thing out in 10 weeks. Yeah. So the ponies are free. The Grundles, who we haven't spent a lot of time with, but by the way, I forgot to mention... But it's
1: because they're more or less in- inconsequential. They're
0: inconsequential. They do nothing.
1: Except insofar as Danny DeVito is involved with them. And
0: I'm assuming was also the body model for and at least he has half of about them.
1: about four lines yeah. as the king of the Grundles.
0: And, but he did get top billing.
1: He was the first, yeah. He was the first name that yeah. it came up in the credits for his, uh, for his and lines. Rhea
0: Perlman was one of the witches, and they yeah, they would have. I don't I, think
1: they ever encountered each other in no, but they probably
0: drove to and from the recording studio at the same time. Yeah. Because do you think
1: what do you think they talked about during those?
0: What the fuck have we gotten ourselves in into? <laughs> when I want to know when they got okay, Google. Do you
1: think this movie split them up?
0: When did Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman get married?
1: Are they still married?
0: Okay, Google. When did Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito get divorced? Sorry. I don't know. <gasps> the oh Are they my not gosh. divorced? Oh, I thought they were divorced. Me they were
1: divorced, but I guess they're still together, so true love does conquer all.
0: Well, well my thinking was because if, if, if they didn't get married until like 86, 87, could this have been the project that they
1: oh, met Oh, like and they bonded on? over the trauma? Like, yeah. like we were strangers starting out on a journey? Yeah, like how Never Bob Hoskins and John Guisamo to... started dating after yeah, the Mario married. movie. Yeah. yeah three beautiful children <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a video in the Algarve. Um <laughs> Ria Perlman, and we're just going to search for divorce and see what happens. Yeah? Last year.
1: Oh. Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, they did get divorced. That's a shame. So so Do you
1: think it was like because they never addressed the trauma that they experienced while working on this film? I think that... That that just sort of festered and it became too much for them and it tore them apart. For
0: 30 full years? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably do it for me too. And also the fact that... I imagine Danny DeVito was probably like, yeah, I'll chip in for gas for the carpool and then never did. (laughs) And that weighs on a soul after three decades. But yeah, they, they never had any scenes together. The Grundles... Despite being inconsequential to the plot and having contributed nothing, because their kingdom was destroyed, the ponies are like, "Well, you can have our dream castle. We're not using it anymore. We live in a fucking house now. Suck it." So the a
1: paradise estate.
0: Yeah. So the Grundles go off to live in the in the castle, which has just been given to them. Like legally, I want to know how they can do that. Uh, do they have to transfer deeds? Do you have to bring in a pony lawyer? Do you have to bring in a Grundle lawyer?
1: Probably one of each.
0: Yeah. I imagine that there will be talks. That's probably what happens in the sequel. Yeah, and then the ponies—that's probably
1: what happens in the missing third of the screen. Yeah, is that you see... <laughs> just the lawyers you see both the lawyers. step in and start, yeah. pointing
0: feverishly to contracts, and then the ponies go off to live in the the dream estate, the brand new house, the, the yeah. brand new house which is available at all good Toys R Us stores, which are open now and full time, <laughs> and then roll credits. The De- of the world as we know it. Now there's a lot to take away from this motion picture experience. The main thing being really hope I never have to watch this movie again. It's not again, the last two episodes have given us both a floor and a ceiling for toyetic cinematic excellence. At the top we have the Lego movie. Pristine, brilliant, does a really good job of getting across what Lego is,
1: and ex- what a toy is, what a
0: toy is—the ex- experience of play. At the bottom of the barrel, we have the Emoji Movie, which is nothing to no one anywhere forever. And then somewhere, somewhere, I would say near the bottom of the barrel, like the 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 the, the gunk, the 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 kind of fetid pus at the bottom of the shit oh. barrel. Oh.
1: I was thinking like the sludge in the bottom of a mug of a the chocolate. smooth. The smooth. The
0: smooth. From now on, I'm going to call the the. the that's what that is. It's smooth. We have this movie. We have the My Little Pony movie farted out in sl- in in slightly over two months by a team of incompetence just trying to make a fast dollar. I don't dollar. know
1: if the individual animators were incompetent.
0: I You're think probably they right. Were
1: probably extremely stressed out. And yeah, just wanted yeah. to feed their families. I think the main. I think I think the the like the story team. Oh god, maybe deserves such to die. as it
0: is. <laughs> uh, my f- my gut feeling is that animators were recruited. Like, so we to have really relaxed work schedule. Um, we will obviously need you to commit a little bit more time during your day during crunch time. Okay, brilliant. I'm on. I'm signed. Okay. Thank you for joining. Uh, you'll be joining us uh, tomorrow. We'll do orientation and then crunch time begins immediately after that. Here's your cot. Here's your cot. Here is your, your bar of soap. Here Here's is your change of clothes. Your Swedish baby box that you'll be living in for the <laughs> next the next ten solid weeks. And uh, yeah. You eat what you find. Mm. And good luck. Here's the thing by the end of this project, tell you what, you can be really fucking good at drawing ponies. Bloop! Uh. The bloop was me drawing the, the weird eyes on the Fluttershy. That was, that was day one. That was day one. I'm not entirely sure what a pony looks like, but alright. <laughs> 10 weeks.
1: That's not very long. It's, it's been 10 weeks since I looked at a pony.
0: Cocked your head to the side and said you're angry. I'm angry at the same
1: <laughs> time. <laughs>
0: I, I, I know that there's a more recent My Little Pony movie that I think came out last, last year. Last
1: year, yeah. And it has the same title. They're both entitled yeah. My Little Pony The Movie. Which, which made, made researching this movie a little difficult. It was
0: rough. Finding it on Google Play as well to rent yeah. was, was difficult. But we got there. And,
1: yeah, um, Yay, we did it. We did
0: it. Three bucks well spent. Molly, if you had to appraise this movie on a scale of Emoji to Lego, where would you put it?
1: I think it's only slightly above Emoji. Yeah. In the sense that it's also a soulless, transparent cash grab. It's more rushed and less beautiful than the Emoji movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That is a sentence no one else has ever uttered.
1: <laughs> I was so hopeful. and you I, were,
0: Yeah, you had so much joy in your heart at the beginning with I the think theme kicks in. Was,
1: I was swept up with the promise of like musical numbers and Whimsy. Woodland, woodland creatures and... Beautiful nature settings.
0: My immediate, like, as soon as that theme kicked in, my first thought was, "I think Molly might enjoy this. I think this may have the same tenor and tempo as some of the earlier Barbie mm-hmm. movies that she likes." Like that I was, was thinking
1: that too, and I was, I was so excited. <laughs> then... I was such a fool. I was so <laughs> naive back
0: then. You're so young.
1: Yeah, so young.
0: Yeah this this film, I think, has aged us both by about thirty years.
1: Give or take.
0: Give or take. I, if I had to give this movie a rating, it would be...
1: A heavy sigh.
0: Yeah. It would... It... The more I think about giving movies ratings on this podcast, the less important it seems to me. I feel like if There's you're no listening... to rate
1: this on, yeah. like, a linear scale.
0: If you've made it this far into the podcast, you've heard us make our case for why this film is not something you should spend money on. Now, I, I know for a fact that at some point in the future someone is going to listen to this podcast and they're going to say, No! My Little Pony movie was an integral part of my childhood and it is a classic. And although I haven't seen it since the tape copy I had as a kid wore out in 1992, I assure you it is a cinematic masterpiece the likes of which have never been seen again. And you are right. Because I want to hope that this people watched this and thought, Oh, we need to make kids' movies good. This is, okay. So oh. it has
1: contributed in a positive way if you if you spin it like that.
0: I want to believe that it has. I want to hope. So that's the My Little Pony movie. Yeah, from that's our assessment. 86.
1: I feel worn down.
0: I really, we need a winner. We need you a winner. You can't see
1: me at home, folks, but I am lying down on the couch right now. I, <laughs> I just.
0: It's been I've, rough. I've
1: got the vapors,
0: <laughs> and not in a fun way.
1: No, it hasn't been fun, Ruff. Not like the Ruff? the flume plant. We haven't been strung up by our ankles in a pleasurable yeah. way.
0: On the plus side, next week's uh, episode promises to be slightly more positive.
1: I don't remember what next um, is.
0: It is the uh, the nineteen ninety, I think. Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, the one where the Jim Jim Henson did the. Oh uh did the, the 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 facial the head the helmets and animal animations and costumes and stuff i'm i'm very optimistic about this one i'm very excited in part because my friend mikey who does my, uh, movies with mikey which i've mentioned on the podcast before his first episode of movies with mikey was about the ninja turtles movie
1: oh do we have to be better than him
0: no, we're, that, we're no that's not going to happen okay, good. we just have to be our own thing cool and i think that next week's movie i'm optimistic that next week will be an enjoyable experience now do you have Any childhood exposure to the Ninja Turtles movies?
1: None whatsoever. No? One time I was at Dollywood with my family and my brother won a stuffed Ninja Turtle from doing like a, like throw this ball in this hole and he was really annoyed. So he went and traded it for a stuffed lion cub.
0: That's as close as you've ever gotten to Ninja Turtles? (laughs) I was a Ninja Turtles fanatic as a kid. I had a bunch of toys. Did you feel like
1: you were a turtle deep down inside?
0: Turtles were my favorite animal for a very, very Turtles long time.
1: were my favorite animal in around second grade because we found a box turtle in my backyard and I loved it so much. I adored that turtle. We found a lot of box turtles in our backyard.
0: Did you name any of them?
1: Probably, but I don't remember any of them.
0: Uh, I'm going to throw some names. Leonardo, Donatello... Michelangelo, Kenny. Uh-huh. I, so I I was looking at the list of movies and I was just glancing over w- the ones we've already done and for a b- split second my eyes kind of... My vision went up. Sometimes my vision's not great. But I was looking at the list and it looked like the fifth entry on the list was Barbie and the Hookers. <laughs> which is...
1: See, that's a movie I would watch. Yeah, that would
0: be a more enjoyable experience. I'm
1: sure there's a parody somewhere yeah. of Barbie and the Rockers. Yeah, and we
0: don't have to rent the Ninja, Ninja Turtles because I have it on Blu-ray.
1: Oh, yay! Yeah, we get to watch it in the we highest have definition. have to pay 3 dollars or 2 Yeah. $2.99 yeah. Or f-
0: it's probably three ninety-nine in high def. Yeah. Assuming it's on Google Play in high def. But I think that's it. I think we've...
1: Exhausted ex- ourselves. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... this movie. There wasn't a lot. Yeah. This was like drinking panda milk. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not a lot of nutritional value, very thin and watery. Like, it doesn't matter the volume you consume, you're not getting a lot of nutrition.
0: Yeah, this was like, this was like seeing a sewage reclamation plant and then trying to pan for gold there. (laughs) <laughs> and we knew we weren't going to find anything. We were not going to find any nuggets we would have been pleased to but see. But we had
1: already told people that we were going to do this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the problem, I think, with announcing the next week's episode at the end of...
1: Well, you, you keep doing it. But I,
0: but I like doing it. I like I like, I like like setting a, a reason for our listeners to come back the next week. Because if we say we're doing Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Turtles people...
1: who Who were listening through all the way to this My Little Pony episode... Yeah,
0: might come back. Next week.
1: Please come back. We'll do better next time, I promise. <laughs> um, I promise, Mother, I'll do better next time. Please <laughs> don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> don't
0: call me Mother. Um, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of The Life Toyetic. If you've enjoyed the show, do please consider leaving a review on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you happen to use. Word of mouth, what allows podcasts like ours, especially young podcasts, to reach a wider audience and allow us to grow. So do please consider doing that. If you want to get hold of us, you can tweet us at the thelifetoyetic. We're also on Tumblr and Facebook. Under that name, the Life Toyetic. we don't have an Instagram, except no imitations, because why would anyone pretend to be us on Instagram? I'm now realizing. If you want to email us, if you have a question for us, if you want to just, like, say some nonsense and get it read in our sultry voices. offer
1: snide commentary.
0: Yeah, if you... We'll take
1: just about anything. Yeah, if
0: you really liked the My Little Pony movie, then I can't help you, but you can let us know by emailing us at show at thelifetoyetic.com Molly, where can people find you on the internet?
1: I'm at Molly Alice Hoy. Everywhere. Everywhere.
0: Yeah, in all places. I'm... At Ben Padden. You will be able to see me if you're at PAX East in Boston. I will be doing a one hour talk on the, uh, on video game ports called Everything You've Ever Wanted to Know About Ports, probably. Um, that is going to be on a Sunday at 2 p.m. I forget. I keep feeling the theater. I should probably look it up. I'll look it up for next week's episode because it will be closer to the, the show itself. And, uh, yeah. Huge, huge thank you to Brian Melbourne for doing our theme tune, the Toyetic Toe Tapper, which is a mouthful to say.
1: Not if you're American.
0: No, then you say it.
1: Toyetic Toe Tapper. Do
0: you want to thank Brian?
1: Thanks, Brian.
0: Brian, you, you did you're us a great. You're a doll. Thank we, you so much. <laughs> Brian's a doll. That tickles me because it's I've cursed you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are now a doll.
0: You've been transformed into a hideous porcelain. Oh, no, like a
1: beautiful doll.
0: Oh, okay. My, my apologies.
1: I was picturing like Barbie in the Magic of Pegasus, Annika's princess gown.
0: Dolls just Brian, just up.
1: whatever kind of doll you like that's the doll you are.
0: Yes. That's what you are now.
1: But forever. You're, <laughs> you're
0: trapped. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Brian. Molly has these powers and she can't always control them and she doesn't always know when to stop.
1: I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, thank you again for listening to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I've been Ben.
1: I've been and still am Molly.
0: And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Make sure my phone is on DD because I think I d would it by mistake. There we go. Blaine.
1: What was that?
0: It was Giuseppe Windmill's cousin, Blaine.
1: Oh. He
0: was just saying his name.
1: Is that the only thing he knows how to say? Yeah. Like Pokemon? Yeah.
0: It's actually unfortunate. He, uh.
1: Did he suffer a traumatic brain injury? He,
0: uh. uh was actually uh, about. He was on his way to take the bar. Uh, to become a lawyer, but he like he was stressed out, and he would he de-stresses by riding horses, and he just he fell off.
1: He fell off the horse. He
0: fell off the horse and got trampled underfoot as he fell off, and suffered a serious. He was in a coma for a very long time, um, and when he came out, the only word he could say was his own name, and only if he belched it.
1: Blaine That's Windmill. An interesting origin story for <laughs> for Blaine Windmill. Yes.